0: Thank you. Hello again, I'm Jan Baker. Thanks for joining us on Heart and Soul Today, where once again we'll play the music of the church throughout the ages, from hymns and songs of old to some of the latest offerings of praise and worship, from major choirs to solo and group melodies, a variety of music on Heart and Soul. Today we're looking at the coming glory, should be interesting, and among the music of the church throughout the ages, we'll feature a hymn by a writer who has been described as an eloquent preacher, but rather an unstable character. But let's start with some very stable characters, the Ralph Carmichael Orchestra and Chorus with To God Be the Glory.
1: Kings and Queens, all around the world. I romance millions, with my guitar and a love song. Taj to Paris, Galveston to Hollywood. Jesus, I tell you he's alive and I am free, now I'm singing a new song, making music for Jesus my
0: of Glen Campbell and the song Jesus and Me. That's a good combination. You're listening to Heart and Soul and I'm Jan Baker. Now it's time to stand up.
2: The music of the church throughout the ages. This is Heart and Soul. When we moved into our new house, there was the usual chaos. But things soon settled down and life returned to normal. Well, almost normal. There was one big difference. At every sink, trough, basin and shower, the hot and cold taps were the wrong way round. Did I say wrong? What I really mean is that they were not what I consider to be normal. It's going to take some time for us to remember that the right-hand tap is not cold, but hot. We don't mind really. It's sometimes good to be shaken out of our usual patterns and routines. Jesus knew this. He challenged people to look at things differently, to think about things in fresh ways. Maybe there are things in your life that need a shake-up, that need rearranging. Talk to Jesus about it and let Him show you what they are.
0: songs about standing though a slightly different sense i guess stand up stand up for jesus and on christ the solid rock i stand
2: playing the music of the church throughout the ages this is Heart and Soul.
0: Robert Robertson lived in the later part of the 18th century and can best be described as an interesting character. Converted at 17 after hearing George Whitfield, Robertson was first a Calvinistic minister, then an independent, and finally a Baptist, leaving Dr. A. H. Wood, calling him an eloquent preacher, but rather an unstable character. But before all that, at the age of 22, Robertson wrote a hymn of joy and confidence, Come Thou Font of Every Blessing. <laughs> chorus is Sweet Holy Spirit, popular around 20 years ago. Some of us are still singing them. Like this one, I've discovered the way of gladness sung by the World Action Singers.
1: So fair, through the Savior's sacrifice, I found this jewel rare.
3: I've discovered the way of gladness, I've discovered the way of joy, I've discovered belief from sadness. God bless I've discovered the
2: And soul.
3: Shackled by a heavy the Lord of guilt and shame Something
1: Happened And now
3: I know He touched me And made me Home Oh Since I met This blessed Savior And since and made me whole
0: combination don't you think elvis presley and the imperial quartet with he touched me this is heart and soul in a moment we'll hear from our speaker but first let's hear from the second chapter of acts it's time for our regular speaker the reverend david evans david
2: at some point in his dramatic rise to prominence he took a fork in the road and never looked back up until then his followers had rallied around him he had stood up to the city councils and government bureaucrats he had revealed the self-serving hypocrisy of prominent men of the cloth yet he could talk to anybody from common workers to elite civic leaders From the prostitutes on street corners to fishermen on the wharf, he gave stirring speeches about better days ahead. Like any good politician, he backed up his promises with solid performance. He could plunge into a crowd with the best of them, pressing the flesh, shaking hands, kissing babies. Then, abruptly, unexplainably, his style changed. He started spending more time alone withdrawing with just a few of his inner circle, telling strange, at times incomprehensible stories, avoiding the very crowds that were longing to thrust him to the top. And though he was a young man, hardly into his prime, he began to talk more and more about death, his death. Jesus' disciples must have been confused, bewildered. Even Peter, one of the privileged inner circle, tried to stop all the illogical talk about betrayal, humiliation and death. He was stunned when the teacher turned on him with a harsh reprimand. Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. Jesus would have no more political agendas pushed on him. From then on, he would clarify the agenda of his father. At the same time, however, the Lord was aware that his men were bruised and shaken over the turn of events. They needed encouragement. So after six more days of talk about denying yourself and taking up your cross and losing your life to find it, the Lord did something amazing for them. We read it in Matthew 17. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. A bright cloud enveloped them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son whom I love. In him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. What an uplift that must have been to those men so down at heart over all the talk of death. Up on that hilltop, Christ helped them to see beyond the cross into the splendor of the resurrection. For that matter, the encounter must have been encouraging to Jesus himself as he heard the voice of his Father from heaven, This is my Son whom I love, with him I am well pleased. Perhaps the long shadow of the cross didn't seem quite so foreboding after hearing those comforting words, God the Father was setting a seal of approval on his sinless Son, the one who so soon would be nailed to the cross to bear our sins. Yes, there would be suffering, unspeakable agony ahead. But after that, glory, of course. Can you and I hold on to that thought in the middle of our deepest heartaches, when we're most bewildered and perplexed, when life seems heavy, almost unendurable? Can we remember that glory is coming, that we too are being transfigured? You know, there are times when our Lord must long for us to look beyond the heaviness of our circumstances and catch a glimpse of the splendor and glory to come. Eternity lies ahead, really just a few steps down the path. What's more... The transforming might of the resurrected Christ is at work in your life today and mine, this very moment, shaping you into a mature man or a godly woman, changing you to resemble him. There's something glorious coming. It's already breaking across the horizon. I can see it in your face. So if you're hurting right now, hold on to the promise. Hold on to the blessed hope. What reason does Paul and others offer for not losing heart in our daily struggles? Paul asks us to fix our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ, and I can't think of a better way to do it. Fix your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the power of his glory and grace. It's time for us to to turn away from the hurtful things of this life and turn back to the Lord, to keep our eyes on Him and to know that as we look to Him, we will be changed. The day is coming when there will be another change. Bible tells us that the dead in Christ shall rise first, Then we who remain and are still alive at the time of His coming will not precede those who have gone before, but it will be a glorious day for us when we meet Him face to face. Will you seek Him this day? Turn to Him. Seek Him. Say, Lord, come and have a look in my life. And when you see what you see, come into my life. And Lord, cleanse me by your Holy Spirit. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.
3: Throughout eternity. Behold, what manner of man is this who stands between God and man? His eyes are as a flame of fire, his hand is in his hand. John saw him in the seven churches as a sun in brilliant sea. Behold, what manner of man is this? What manner of man is he? He's the Lord of glory, he is the great I am. Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. His name is wonderful, the Prince of Peace is he, the everlasting Father throughout eternity. Behold, what manner of man is this who spoke to the woman at the well? Everlasting life I'll give to thee, my rich
0: Singers on Heart and Soul, reinforcing David's message that Jesus is Lord of Glory. The Good News Singers are part of the Back to the Bible ministry. You're listening to Heart and Soul. Here again the Good News Singers with God will make a way. chorus, Jesus, what a beautiful name, from the LL Ministries organization in the UK. Incidentally, LL Ministries has a ministry and teaching center in New South Wales, Neil Campbelltown. The leader of the ministry is Peter Horriban, and he and his team have led some inspiring Bible teaching conferences in Australia. Time to focus on the music of one of the inspired writers of Christian music in Australia, Jeff Bullock. Heart and Soul. See oh. Failing Love. The singer was Randall Waller. One of the songs from Jeff Bullock, Bringing Our Time Together to a Close. I'm Jan Baker.
1: If
2: you've been blessed by Heart and Soul, why not drop us a line? Our email address is heartandsoulmusic at bigpond.com. We have a website. It's heartandsoul.org.au. Or you might like to write to this radio station in appreciation for them bringing us to you. Heart and Soul is an Australian programme.